0: We're glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. I want you to open your Bibles to Romans, the first chapter. I really like the 16th verse, and then I read on down, and I like all the others, so we'll just read them all. <laughs> Paul says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to every one that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, The just shall live by faith. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven even the eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Now here in this passage of Scripture, the Apostle Paul tells us some things that are very important to us, and in the last few months the Lord's been dealing with me on this 20th verse, and this is the one that we want to deal with this morning. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen. Now, how in the world can you clearly see invisible things? (laughs) Now, that sounds like a strange statement, doesn't it? But they're clearly seen. Then he goes on and explains it to you, being understood by the things that are made. In other words, the things that are made, the things that God created and set on this earth, even the earth itself reveals the hidden things. And if we can follow the direction of the Holy Spirit, I believe before this service is over, you'll have great insight into understanding the invisible things of God. The problem has been in the church world and in the body of Christ for many years is that somehow we tend to separate the natural things from spiritual things. We say, well, now this is natural, so it has nothing to do with the spiritual. But you know Jesus never did do that. Jesus always took the natural things in one hand and said, now I'm going to show you how spiritual things work. And he began to talk about shepherds and sheepfolds and the grass and the vines and so on and began to talk about sowing and reaping, about the mustard seed. If you had faith as a grain of mustard seed, you would say, well, he was revealing great insight and revelation knowledge in that of the unseen realm. But when we just simply get so involved with the mustard seed sometimes, till we miss the whole point altogether? Have you ever heard anybody say, well, if I could just figure out what size mustard seed faith was, I believe I'd have it made. A fellow told me that one time. He said, if I could just figure out what mustard seed size faith is. Well, he missed the whole point altogether. What Jesus is trying to do is to get us to understand he knew that people of that day understood the natural elements and the earth and how to farm and how that the nutrients of the earth was picked up in a plant and caused it to grow and to flourish. And when he said about the lilies of the field, he said not even Solomon in all of his glory was arrayed as one of these. And yet it doesn't toil, it doesn't spin, it doesn't worry, it doesn't fret. It doesn't have to go through all of the motions that humans go through. But yet he said even Solomon in all of his glory was not arrayed like one of these lilies. And even the grass of the field, that God clothed the grass of the field, that today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven. He says, how much more shall he clothe you, oh you of little faith? But I see Jesus trying to get over to us that it doesn't take great faith if you just have a little faith. It'll grow, you see, and it'll bring forth a manifestation of things that we have not seen. Now, let's read again this 20th verse. It's so important. Here in Romans, the first chapter, For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by things that are made, even the eternal power and Godhead. Now let's talk about this eternal power for just a little bit. Turn with me, if you would, there in your Bible over to 2 Peter, chapter 1, where Peter is speaking... Let's begin with verse 2. He says, Grace and peace be multiplied to you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord, according as his divine power hath given unto us all things. Now notice something here. According as his divine power. Whose divine power? God's divine power hath given unto us all things. How many things? all things that pertain to life and godliness in other words god has already given to us everything that we have need of in this life that pertains to life and godliness it's not a matter of us trying to talk god into it it's not a matter of trying to be good enough it's not a matter of trying to do something works and get approved of god God has already given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. See, he said grace and peace. It's through grace. It's through mercy. Thank God for mercy and grace. Somebody said, I want justice. No, you don't. You certainly don't. (laughs) You better plead for mercy. (laughs) But God has already given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. How? according as his divine power. Now, you notice Paul said even the eternal power in the Godhead. The eternal power of God is his word. God's word is what upholds all things. In the beginning was the word, the word was with God, the word was God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. Then Hebrews, the first chapter, says he upholds all things by the word of his power. Didn't say by the power of his word. Now, sometimes we get the idea that we just switch it around and say by the power of his word. He didn't say that. He said by the word of his power. You see, I have some power in my fingers, but all of my power is not in my fingers. So when God says he upholds all things but the word of his power, he's telling you where his power is. His power is in his word. It is divine power. And here he says, according, in 2 Peter chapter 1 verse 3, according as his divine power, hath given his divine dunamis, that word dunamis. In the Greek is dunamis, which means it's the word that we get our word dynamite or dynamo from. Dunamis, divine, self-energizing, self-reproducing power. A dynamo, the more it turns, the more it produces. The faster it turns, the more it can produce. It is generating energy. God's eternal power is in his word. His word can eternally change you. It can eternally change the things that you face. So God has given unto us all things that pertain to life and godliness. It's not a matter of us begging him, talking him into it. Well, how did he do that? Through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue. Now, how many of you know you can't act any further than you have knowledge? You can't believe any further than you have knowledge. Whereby, let's go into verse 4, whereby, or by this means, are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. In other words, God, through his divine promises, with his divine word, through his eternal power, hath given to us all things. It belongs to us. Somebody said, well, if he's given it to me, why don't I have it? But I'm glad you asked that. (laughs) Before the service is over, you're going to understand that. Faith is the substance of things. Faith is the divine energy of God. God's divine energy, his divine power, is in his word. His word is filled with faith. When you get God's word in you, you'll have faith. But now how could you have faith in healing or physical health if you didn't know that God had already given it to you? It may be yours, but you may not know about it, so you don't enter into it. So by the exceeding great and precious promises, he hath given unto us all things, so that we could be partakers of his divine nature. In other words, we don't have to, operate on the beggarly elements of the world. We can be partakers of the divine nature. The eternal power of God is in his word. That word is given to us in promise form. The promises of God is the source of all that God has given. Now catch this, because this is important to you. The word of God is filled with faith. Paul says, Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. Now, if you receive faith by hearing the Word of God, God's Word must be filled with faith. Because if there wasn't any faith in it, you couldn't receive faith by hearing it. Thank you so much for joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Before we leave the broadcast, I want to remind you that our offer all of this week will be book offer number 7506. It's called Changing the Seen and Shaping the Unseen. 57-page paperback for $7 plus $3 postage and handling, a total of $10. Changing the scene and Shaping the Unseen. Now, what are we talking about? We're talking about changing what you see now. Somebody said, well, you know, I'm in lack. I don't have enough. I have a month left over at the end of my money. Well, that's what's seen. But we're talking about changing what is seen and shaping the unseen. What is it you don't see? You don't see yourself with abundance. Why? Because you're confessing the wrong things. That's the root problem of it. Of course, it may be several things involved in it. But the Word says, Paul said in Romans 10, the Word is nigh you. It's in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. Now Jesus said, if you give, it shall be given unto you, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, men give unto your bosom. With what measure you meet, it shall be measured unto you. But somebody said, well, I tried that and it didn't work. Well, it won't work if you try it. You do it and just keep on doing it because it's what the Word says. Then you change what is seen. Now, some people think, you know, that when Jesus said, Whosoever shall say to the mountain, Be removed, be cast in the sea, doubt not his heart, believe what he saith, and will come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. He was not just making up scriptures to fill in the Bible. And he didn't tell you that to make it that way. He told us that because that's the way it works. It is the law of faith. What you speak and proclaim and declare daily over a period of time, will get in your heart and produce after its own kind. Whether you're saying, I'm going broke, or you're saying, I have abundance, if it's based on the promise of God. Well, I'm out of time. That's offer number 7506, Changing the scene, Shaping the Unseen, 57-page paperback. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call one 396 9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescapps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.